Welcome back to the Manga Revolution Podcast, your home for the most in-depth commentary in the manga and anime worlds. I'm your host, Kevin, and with me today is Rock. How are you, Rock? Kevin, good. Glad to be here. I'm struggling with the cold, Kevin, so <laughs> throat lozenges, and I'm going to, if I don't sound my beautiful, mellifluous self, that's why. Well, I appreciate that you're fighting through it, So, <laughs> and I'm actually glad that I have you here because we're doing kind of almost an emergency podcast because yeah. a new chapter for Dragon Ball just came out today by Akira Toriyama and Toyotaru, and this is is the new direction for Dragon Ball Super with chapter 88 that's uh, going away from everything that maybe we weren't liking or, or liking. So we'll, we'll talk about that here in this podcast for, of the new direction for Dragon Ball Super. Um, but before we get into that, let me just get some housekeeping out of the way. As always, you could follow the work Rock and I do over at ConquerRevolution.com where we're actually doing our best ofs of 2022. So if you want to catch all our best of anime, manga, and comic books, we're, we're putting together our top tens over there. We're Rock and I are in the bunker arguing about what our top tens are right now. <laughs> and we finally, after fighting it out, we decided on our top tens as a team, but you could check that out there. We are going to be doing our own best of manga and anime here on the Manga Revolution podcast. Probably like to begin the year, we're going to be doing it a little bit different where it'll be our individual picks. So look out for that episode in the future. And then you could also on the ConquerRevolution.com website, you could find all our most recent uh, Manga Revolution podcast episodes uh, that for that include episodes for all the latest new manga that debuted in Shonen Jump. And then you could also find the Comic Book Revolution podcast there as well, where Rock and I have actually been discussing what the features of DC Comics and Marvel Comics are in the latest episodes. So check those out there. And you could also follow the ConquerRevolution.com on Twitter at CB Revolution and the Manga Revolution podcast on Twitter at the Manga Podcast, where we post all the latest features and episodes when they come out. So you make sure you follow us there. And you can follow me on Twitter and TikTok and Hive at the Kevin Lainez and on on Instagram at KevinL007. Uh, Rock, where can we find you? You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at rock with two K's revolution. Cool. Uh, so as I mentioned before, we are going to be covering the latest chapter that came out for Dragon Ball Super. That's chapter 88. And this one is going to be a little bit different because we're getting a time jump in this chapter. And because where we last left off, we just finished off uh, with the grill art that Akira Toriyama and Toyotaru have been spending, what, about two years or plus? on um and we finally ended that story arc with with goku and vegeta being defeated by frieza in his new black frieza form uh rock what did you think of the ending because we haven't you and i haven't actually really talked about that on the podcast and even together like we haven't gotten gotten that so what are your thoughts on how the granola arc ended and leading into this new direction i you know i think i'm probably along with everyone else who found the granola arc to be less than exciting and went on for way too long yeah <laughs> and, and and me probably i think maybe you and i might be in the minority as far as i think we are more burned out on goku and vegeta maybe than the average mm. dragon ball yeah. fan is um that might just be us but i'm a little burned out on them it mm. just was not that it's just it just wasn't that good of a story art kevin it really it lacked a compelling villain it lacked a really compelling plot line or a conflict that would pull you in and keep you engrossed during all the battles it, mm -hmm. it just it was not it, it it just got stale really fast and yeah i feel like the faster we got past it the better yeah <laughs> and, and, it, you know it, it, it kind of felt just like toriyama and toriyotaru were just stretching out a story that maybe should yes. have been like six or seven chapters Compared yes. to like even like the moral arc that preceded it, like the moral arc did feel like hmm. it was adding so much to the Dragon yes. Ball universe. 
we were getting more into the mythology that wasn't just saying mythology but yeah. just overall the mythology of the universe uh, before all the events that were going on where compared to the, uh, the girl laurel arc it kind of was trying to do similar thing with with bardock and other things like that yes. with uh, granola's um planet and all that but it just failed in the execution whereas like moral really did well in adding it the granola just felt like more of the same and then just more excuses for goku and vegeta to just get silly power-ups that didn't really matter i, I totally agree and, and look uh Karen, i found the heaters they were not a compelling villain they were very mm-hmm. they were very boring and for me dragon ball you got to if you don't have a compelling villain Kevin, for me, Dragon Ball kind of just falls on itself uh, because mm-hmm. it's, uh, for me, the villains often are the straw that dir- stirs the drink uh, yeah. when these stories in these stories and without a really compelling villain that you're really invested in, that you really are, you take seriously, that you think is cool and that you want to see the hero struggle to defeat. Without that, you don't have the fight psychology. You don't have the drama. You don't have the interest in the battle and yeah. it just falls really flat. And I think that's what happened when you had the heaters as, as your main antagonist. Yeah. That and that story. goes for, that goes for like basically just shown in one-on-one like storytelling of like, and the same thing with superhero storytelling where you got to have a compelling villain. Granola Lark just didn't have yep. that. And, but yeah, that leads us into this chapter 88 where we get a time jump and, you, and we actually open up with, addressing the granola arc and basically telling us why uh, goku and vegeta won't be involved in this uh latest story uh, because they're they after black frieza showed up because that that was the other thing that happened at the end of it is frieza in his new black frieza form defeated goku vegeta and granola showing that uh, he is the most powerful character right now and so goku and vegeta decide to stay on beerus's planet to train and they stayed there so long that there's an actual time jump that happens where Goten and Trunks are now in high school. And because they are bored, there's no actual threats going on uh, to keep themselves busy. They become Saiyan Man X1 and X2, uh, just like following in Gohan's footsteps when he was in high school. And just like uh, uh, being superheroes and stopping crime and stuff like that. Um, and we go to see them go into high school as well where they, they have some friends, a couple of Trunks' friends try and get him to go to yep. a haunted mansion, but he's like, uh, not so much because he's actually scared of anything that has to do with ghosts and ghouls. Uh, so he he passes on that. Later on, they both go Goten and Trunks uh, see another ghoul passing on the street. They have they investigate it, and when they investigate it, it goes to the same haunted mansion. They, they deal with that, even though Trunks is super scared. Um, and we find out that after Trunks and Goten finish things off with the ghouls, they find like a, a safe with do- actually Dr. Jiro's disc in there. Like, so information on Dr. Jiro. And after they leave, we see actually a character from the recent superhero manga, uh, superhero movie, uh, Dr. Hero com- coming in. And he's the actual creators of these ghouls because he stole some dead bodies and converted them into androids. And that's really this chapter for like, basically we do get some new characters introductions. We do see that my and other characters are like now much older. Um, but that was the general sense of this, what happened in this uh, chapter. Rock, what did you think of this chapter overall? I liked it. I thought it was a refreshing change of pace. I love that Toriyama gives us exactly one page, Kevin, one page to wrap up what Goku and Vegeta are doing, right? <laughs> That's it's almost like Toriyama knows. Okay, I overstayed my welcome in the last story. So let me just 
wrap this up with a page and move on to something else. And I'm good with it. I, I do think that Black Frieza is a compelling character. I am interested in this storyline between, you know, Goku, Vegeta having to now chase Black Frieza. That's interesting. But but not now. Like we we we've just seen for several stories, Vegeta and Goku chasing a more powerful adversary. We need a timeout from that, you know. What I mean? And and we need a complete palate cleanser. We need a totally different story before we go back to seeing these two guys chasing a more powerful adversary. Mm-hmm. You know, need to avoid that Groundhog Day storytelling. And I think this is such a complete change of pace. I mean, just a complete break from what we were getting before, that it's very refreshing. It's going to let the reader recharge. And when we go back to that storyline with Black Frieza, I think we'll be more excited for it, Kevin. I really do. I This current story, I like that we're focusing in on our younger Saiyans. And I, I think that, first of all, I've always liked these two characters. I they just I just like their chemistry. I like the personalities. I think they're great together. They're like peanut butter and jelly in my book. They they just go well together. And Goten and and Trunks are just they're just cool characters. And it's neat seeing them a little bit older, you know, versus being the little kids, seeing a little bit older, seeing them in high school. That's fun. It's something a little bit different as well. And I like that while they're older, they still retain the essence of their characters, the essence of their personalities, and the relationship is still there, even though it's a, it's it's a different dynamic because they are older, but it's it still feels familiar in, in a good way. Yeah, and you know what this chapter reminded me most of is the original Dragon Ball. Like everything from the, yes. like the tone of it, like yes. going back to like the silly comedy that Toriyama loved to implement. Like obviously, it's not pervert like the perverted comedy, which. <laughs> It's a good thing that probably he grew out of that and Master it's more of like just a, just being more like silly slapstick. It's more yeah, of the silly yeah, yeah. slapstick stuff. Yeah. And even like it reminds me, it kind of feels like this is the story that maybe that um, Toriyama wanted to do a little bit more of in the time skip in Dragon Ball Z as well. Like in that era with Gohan when Gohan was the great same and that kind of is like feels like oh leftover plot lines from I want to be a little bit more silly. I want to be a little bit more fun before I got into the tournament arc. And it feels like he's taking this chance with Goten and Trunks of like, they're now high school age. Let me tell some more of those fun stories. And they're not world ending. These are not going to be world ending. And it feels like he clearly establishes right away. Like, we're not going to be dealing with a world ending plot. I'm just kind of going to have more fun with these characters. Let me flesh out Goten and Trunks because they were really treated as side characters, as the little kid, because they were little kids. And now, even though I'm maturing them up a little bit, there's still teenagers they're going to get into wacky adventures it's just i'm playing with them a little bit more older having more fun with it and i'm, I'm glad that he's going with that direction instead of trying to go with it. let me go through another world any plot line let me set set up go and trunks to deal with the next big bad that's not what, really what's happening the next big bad is going to fall in line with the whole great saiyan man gimmick and i love right. that he's kind of using the rock man uh and like with Mega Man, and everything is like saiyan man x and say one and Saiyan Man X two kind of reminds me of like Mega Man X and Mega and oh, yeah. the original Mega Man. That I like that, and that even Goten and Trunks they grow up to be just like uh, Gohan, where they want to be superheroes as well. Yep. So I I like the, a lot of those little things, and then even with the school setting too, that 
Toriyama is right back in his bag of like all his name puns with Rula as one of the friends and Compass yeah. and all that stuff. Like literally going with the school, like uh, when Gohan was in school, he had his friends Sharpner and Eraser. Mm-hmm. Like just mm-hmm. doing, doing that type of stuff of like, let's have fun with the, even the naming conventions yeah. of them. And yeah. uh, you can see that Toriyama, feel, it just feels like Toriyama and Toyotaru are refreshed in this story with this new story arc. Totally agree. And look, you put your finger on it exactly. And it's what struck me as I'm reading this. I was like, wow, for the first time, I feel like I'm reading the original Dragon Ball manga. It's been a long time. Okay. But it really does feel like Toriyama's gone back to the original Dragon Ball manga. It has the same vibe. It has the same setting. It has the same kind of humor. It's not a rehash. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not saying it's, it's not a rehash, but it is of that style of story. It is very much, it's very much of a lighter, funnier story, a lot sillier. And I would say very kid friendly. I mean, this, this, this chapter, Kevin reads like this is, this is a chapter you could get to, you could give to any kid and not worry about pissing off the parents. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? And, and it reminds me of them, like the character designs of them kind of remind yes. me of that original Dragon Ball where yes. we just got a lot more silly. Like, mm-hmm. like we obviously like there were some aliens and stuff like with Piccolo, but yep. like there was a lot of silly designs, like with the ghouls here, where that reminds me it is very reminiscent where we got so many different creatures and like different androids and ghouls and all that stuff in the original or even ghosts and yep. mummies. That remind like in the original Dragon Ball, that's what this reminds me of. Is like absolutely, and that's what Akira Toriyama's strength really was in the original Dragon Ball. Was like let's be as silly as possible, even with the character designs. And and this is like really, it feels like almost this more so than like the Dragon Ball Z era and like the Dragon Ball Super feels like a spiritual successor of that original concept of Dragon Ball. A hundred percent agree, Kevin. It this is the spiritual successor of the original Dragon Ball manga, and you're right. It just it looks the same. Everyone looks in that style. It's great. And it, it, I mean, when we saw the villains, the the zombie like Frankenstein characters, yeah, just so silly and goofy. I was like, oh my god, this is this is straight up Dragon Ball. This is OG Dragon Ball. We haven't seen these kind of characters, Kevin, in a in a long time. This is great. I love they're, it. They're- there's even like a football zombie, like a guy that literally with full football gear as a zombie and like fighting trunks. And like, you don't, you don't really care about power levels in that instance. You're like, you're you're like, Oh, that trunks and Goten should wipe them out. You're like, that's not what you're thinking of. You're just thinking of like how silly, silly this all is, but also fun at the same time. Absolutely. And that's huge. That's a huge part of it, Kevin. It, this is fun. This chapter, chapter 88, it's, gonna put a smile on your face if you're a dragon ball fan there is no way i defy you to read chapter 88 and not smile as you're turning the page from beginning to end it's it's just it's joyous is what it is it 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 puts you in a good mood it it just makes you happy i love it i love all the silliness it's this is just a breath of fresh air it's really great and I, I like that also Toriyama and Toyotaro aren't, aren't don't try and like push hard on like even the supporting cast with Rula, yes. Compass, and the other kid that isn't named. Don't like it. it's just a they're just a natural part of the world. All you know yeah. is they're friends with Trunks and Goten, and like they're they're actually 
just like a teenager hear a room like this uh urban legend of a haunted mansion and they're like hey trunks do you want to go go check this out uh-huh. and that that's really what your friends in high school would do like oh we hear this let's go check it out because we're bored let's why not let's do this yeah. and it, it's a good natural way of just introducing these new characters getting you to like the new characters without mm-hmm. pushing them on you feel like these are the characters that are taking over. No, they're just adding to the world. That's right. They're man. just a natural part of it because, again, Goten and Trunks are in high school. And again, it's just a good way of introducing you to new characters that you instantly enjoy, kind of like when Gohan went into high school. You naturally just enjoy these characters right away. And their relationship with Trunks, like where we find kind of, I also like the implication that Trunks, because he's scared of ghosts, that means that when they were fused as, as Gotenks, that means that probably it was the Goten side of Gotenks yeah. that actually created the ghost kamikaze attack because Trunks yep. definitely wouldn't have created that attack. No, no. no I, love, <laughs> I love that Trunks is scared of, of ghosts and zombies and monsters and stuff like that. I guess that is just, that's fantastic. It adds another dimension to his character, Kevin. Really, that makes him more endearing. I, I do. I think it makes him way more endearing to the reader. I also like how he he he's scared of them. So since he's scared of them, he says he doesn't believe in ghosts, right? And I love I love how Goten's like, uh, our dads were ghosts. Like, how do you not believe in ghosts? <laughs> they, well they, they died and came back, and and they were short, fighting Boo as ghosts, right? Right. It was great. <laughs> it was a really well played moment. Yeah. Yeah, again, again, I think that that's the, the general fun of like just having fun with it and just creating a story where you get these type of moments, like you said, with the ghosts and even calling calling out uh, about their fathers. It's just a line that naturally is part of the dialogue where nothing feels the Goten and Trunks are such a good duo because nothing feels forced between them. They're just having fun as friends. And right. I think that, that that's what I is identified here. And you almost realize that was what was missing in Dragon Ball Super for a while now. Like yeah. it's fun. Like it was so serious or, and even like the cheesy moments in like the previous story arcs was more so of like, man, Goku is an idiot <laughs> with yes. a lot of stuff more so yeah. than let, let's just a natural fun. Um, and right. so, and that, that's, that's what it was fun, here. In, in the granola storyline, there was no fun. It was like, yeah. no smiling is allowed. No yeah. smiling is allowed here. It was just a chore. Or even in like the moral arc, it was very yeah, serious. Right. And then yes. even the turn, like the tournament arc preceding yes. it, that was very serious. And very it was serious. more so uh, like Go- Goku making stupid mistakes. That was mm-hmm. funny, but that wasn't like. But the, but the story it, itself was yeah. serious. Yeah. Very so serious. And I'm here, like, enough. <laughs> here it's very, very uh, like toned down about that. And let's just have fun with something. And like, obviously, we're going to maybe have some cool fights later on, but. No that's not what it's about it's more just let's have fun with these characters and and i like that and it makes me not mind that we're not we don't see, we do see krill in here but i yes. like that i like that i like that we're not and we see bulma here as well we yep. see my and pilaf but the focus is goten and trunks with all these other side characters and even like this first chapter does a good job of showing you hey it's not going to be the entire cast but we're going to have goten and trunks as the stars we're going and then the supporting cast will be my pilaf Krillin yep. and Bulma. Yep. And that's really, we're keeping it small. We're not going overcomplicated and, uh, and clearly the, def- like this chapter clearly defines what the characters you're going to be seeing in this. And I'm totally fine with not seeing even Gohan Piccolo or the other Z, Z warriors as well. No, I agree. As much as I love Gohan and Piccolo, Kevin, as much as I'd love to see them getting panel time, yeah. I'm perfectly fine with us kind of focusing on a smaller cast. That That's great. It's a change. Again, 
it's a change of pace. And I, I really want to emphasize how important that is. Dragon Ball, the franchise, has been going on, Kevin, for an extremely long time. <laughs> and for it to remain fresh and interesting to us who have been reading it for decades, you got to change it up. And I like the cast of characters that he's focusing on. And I, I really dig, Kevin, that we're getting a lot of that Pilaf and Mia are in it a, a, a fair amount. They're, they're, they're not just bit characters. They actually play a real role. And I like that. Uh, I think that's a really good idea to kind of get those are some characters that maybe we don't see a lot of that I would like to see more of. And uh, adding Bulma into the mix is nice. I, I, I like the smaller cast of character, and I think he chose some interesting ones because I think they'll play off well with each other. And I'm very interested in seeing this burgeoning crush that Trunks has. On, on my. Yeah, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it's yeah, he's a teenager, and it, this is time where we need to have some crushes, right, Kevin? Yeah, yeah it's going to be, it'll be interesting how they play with it because I know that, with how self-aware Toriyama is, I think he may probably be also aware of like a little bit of the creepy angle with that because of my being, even though she did the age she yeah. is technically, and she does look younger. She looks like she's in her 20, like, like around his age. She is like a, almost like a 40 year old woman in a 16, stuck in a 16 year old body. So okay, there is that Kevin. Okay. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> so no, but, but, but I do wonder if like Toriyama will, or, like, it does seem like he's even aware. Cause even like my, like they, they were playing with it as like when they were little kid, like when she was a little kid too, in her little kid form. But it seems like right. now Toriyama's even portraying her as an adult in this, yeah. where she works at like Caps of Corpse and all this stuff. Yeah, so yeah, it does yeah. feel like more like this is a kid's crush on a on an oh, older character. What yeah, like, we've we, like, we seen? If you have like a, if you know, I had an older sister, Kevin, but like maybe your older sister had like a really pretty friend, yeah. and you kind of had a crush on her when you were young. You know what I mean? Like yeah. an older girl. It could be something like that. I'd be kind of interested to see where. And and, and, and that's how it kind of plays off. You know, like Trunks trying to ask her out on the date, but she's like yeah, just cleaning it off. And she's like, she's because she's given him any time, Kevin. Yeah. She's and, not, she's and, not and, any time. And, and even the writing for Mai is like, he's tr- kind of almost treating her like how, like she should oh, be an adult. Absolutely. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you can tell she's kind of like, this is cute. This teenager has a crush on me. Yeah. This is adorable. But yeah. I, but I like that because it's. Yeah. It's an again. It's another endearing quality that Trunks has that mm-hmm. are are typical teenage qualities, right? You have the crush on that older girl. You're scared of ghosts, but you don't want to admit it to your friends. I mean, yeah. these these are these are things that really endear him to the reader that we all remember in some form or another when we were a teenager. You know? Yeah, and I and I also like that how Goten is like the like his complete opposite. Where yes. Goten is definitely like that's where you see Goten is definitely Goku's kiddo. Oh, he is. He's just oh, yeah. like. <laughs> still very naive even, even though he has the experience of going to high school like kind of like gohan and trunks but he's still very naive in the, the way that Go- goku was and like even how he gets his, uh trunks's friends out of the warehouse and he's like oh yeah it was all an illusion that wasn't actually trunks fighting and doing those energy attacks and all that no you we just fell into an illusion when we like just stepped into the uh, mansion and the, the their friends like freaking out and saying, "Oh shit, we, we, that, that that's probably right because it's a haunted mansion." And like believing the the myth and like like little things like that, where you're like, "Yeah, he is Goku's kid." He, yeah, I and I like that Goten is really he is he is Goku. He is he is just a younger version of Goku. You're gonna get the same kind of character, which I like because again, it plays really well with how Toriyama is writing Trunks. Mm-hmm. It's a good compliment. Uh, you yeah. know, honestly. 
uh, you know, Kevin, if if we were I'm and this is what I'm big reason why I'm glad that Trauma paired Trunks with Goten, because I think if you just got Goten by himself, you'd be like, uh, I got yeah. I've gotten this before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, he's like a naive, he's more a naive version of Go- than Gohan and stuff like yeah, that. Exactly. So, you know, so that, so again, good pairing. I, I don't know. I just, I really was surprised at how much in all the prior stories we've been getting on Dragon Ball Super, I feel like um, often the really fun character moments have been put on the back burner. Yeah. And we've just been focusing more on training, power levels, training, power levels, and fights. And I feel like here Toriyama is going, you know what? Let me put the spotlight back on the characters, back on how they 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 gel together, mm-hmm. back on the smaller moments that make you like these characters. Yeah. And it's just really enjoying to see that again because these are really wonderful characters. And you, mm-hmm. and Dragon Ball is blessed, Kevin, with an incredible roster of characters, right? I mean, just a phenomenal roster of characters. And it's fun to be able to get a direction where we're just going to have more character. Look, there's definitely action in the story, people. Don't worry about it. There's action in Chapter 88, but there's also good character moments, too. I'd say, I'd, I'd say, Kevin, wouldn't you say this 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 chapter is more about character moments than the fight? Yeah, and I, and I, I like that just because, like, even going back to, like, the original Dragon Ball, what I remember most sometimes is just, like, even the side characters, like, with this, that, it, yeah. it, like, Rula, Compass, and the other uh trunks's friend it like it just works because like we're introduced to these characters maybe we're not going to see them a lot but we see them enough that like right away i like those like the three friends that trunks has i'm like okay these are these could be a new new fan favorites and like especially like a young young younger kids are like people will find like interest in these characters and like we we see that all the time with dragon ball and like they toriyama always was good at that yeah but he kind of went away from that once like it hit the time jump of dragon ball z yeah um and i'm glad that he's going back to all that because like like i said the the supporting cast is just as enjoyable as our yes. main two main characters of trunks and goten and I, I think that that is really like you see you're reminded that that is the strength of, and magic of dragon ball and i'm glad and i'm also glad that he chose the time jump of like it's enough of a time jump from where we saw like the moro and granola arc take place to be right before the superhero story story from the movie Right. Um, just because like we also from like the movie, we do know that a couple of events that do happen in that is like where Dr. Hero does some failed experiments. On top of that, Toriyama establishes that Brawly hasn't joined uh Goku and Vegeta yet, which we know in the superhero movie, at some point Goku and Vegeta go track down Brawly and they all train at Beerus's plant. So there's a couple other story possibilities for for this before we get to the whatever superhero was. So we got some stuff before even like superhero and even the black Frieza story, there's storylines that can play out before all that stuff. So I, I like that Toriyama and Toriyotaru are leaving that stuff open of like, Hey, we are doing this time jump war. We're not going too far into the time time period. So that way we give ourselves room to tell maybe this story arc, or maybe the Brawley recruitment story. Then we could get into an adaption of the superhero movie. And then deal with Black Frieza as we set up everybody. Like we're setting up, like all these next few story arcs will be setting up everybody. I totally agree. It's smart plotting. It's smart long range vision. It's exactly what I would expect from uh, Toriyama anyway. Uh, it does not surprise me. And I, I, I'm with you. This is very wise decision on what 
where in the timeline to set this story. It, it's it's well placed. It's it it gives him lots of options going forward, lots of possibility, fun uh, stories to give us. Yeah, and I, and I also like that this also like just from the art perspective, this also felt most like a modern day version of it did uh, of the original Dragon Ball, where like Toyotaru, I gotta compliment him on like vast improvements in his artwork, where it just felt like Toriyama's original styling, but with all the stylings of the 2022 20, artists of like, he updated everything so yes. that it, it has the sensibilities of what we have art now compared to what it was in the seventies and eighties. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just a good melding where you could see that Toyotaru has done so much work to make sure that yeah. he honors Toriyama as his, like really his successor. Absolutely. And, and it just felt like I was reading a, a modern day Akira Toriyama art like story with, with the same art art style just updated to 2022 sensibilities. I 100% agree. That's what was the first thing on my mind. I was like, wow, this, this, it looks like the original Dragon Ball manga, but modern, you, you know, but modern. And yeah. for our modern sensibilities, I, look, there is no doubt about it. I thought that Toyotaro did a fantastic job with the artwork. I thought he nailed the right designs right for the characters and the mm-hmm. costumes and i also think he did an look we know he can do the action scenes kevin we saw that okay yeah. look the granola story may not have been a great story kevin but the art was good and the yeah. fight scenes were amazing so the art's never been an issue when it comes to, to the action scenes what i'm really impressed with though kevin is i thought that uh, toyotaru did a phenomenal job with all the characters facial expressions and all just the regular dialogue heavy scenes and the non-action scenes i thought it was amazing is there's uh, there's several moments kevin where the comedy is pulled off by the artwork mm-hmm. by the characters reactions by their silly facial expressions it's pulled off by the artwork and there are also moments where no no words are necessary and toyotaro is able to get across the is able to communicate to the reader what's going on without words. I, mm-hmm. One example that springs to mind immediately because we were talking about Mai and Trunks and how Mai's obviously, even though physically same age, is an older woman. And when Trunks is obviously kind of crushing on her and, and wants to ask her out for a date and his mom, Bulma, kind of is, uh, you know, is watching, he runs off to school and there's a panel of Bulma and it's this arms crossed this eyes her look on her face the small smirk the eyes kind of cast to the side that tells you mom it it's essentially bulma saying okay i I see what you're doing and my you're like 40 years old i don't care what body you're in yeah that's my teenage son so teenage son take a cold shower my you leave him alone like but all in one panel i mean it really does convey that to you with no words it's really good art and even like following that, like how she she knows that uh, Pilaf and Trunks are up to something, and yes. like the way she approaches Pilaf, like like the stern mom, like yeah, I know what you're doing, like type thing, and she's Pilaf like, is just like, like, oh my god, she's like, you know, you know, I have security cameras. Yeah, I know you took the Dragon Balls, put them back, and he's like, dang it, okay, mom. <laughs> and and even though there's a lot of dialogue there, it's yeah. more like the artwork really conveys that just Absolutely. by like way, the way characters are like even like how Boma stands over peel off like yes, yes. it is like a mom catching some kids uh, doing something wrong yeah, no it it totally is like the art really it, it we we got to compliment the art for really 
pulling off a lot of the comedy. Uh, you know, Toriyama's got good comedy in the story, but Toyotaro really pulls it off mm-hmm. with some of his panels. It's really great. And of course, you know, Kevin, I gotta give some love to uh Toriyama, even though he's great at matching the silly designs of <clears throat> of Dragon Ball. I gotta give him some love. You know me. I'm a big car fan. He nails what a old Cobra looks like. Because you got some characters in one of those and a Mini Cooper. It's like, so, you know, when he wants to do something like hyper, you know, detailed and realistic, so you know exactly what it is in the real world, he can do that. Like, right. I mean, the attention to detail is excellent. So it's pretty cool that he has the ability to give you something real world in great detail and then silly sci fi world as well and do both of them really well. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and that's kind of what I just hope for with this entire story is just that he keeps it li- li- like this tone and we do get it from the color page that, that that's what this is going to be about because yep. usually like the color covers kind of indicate what the direction will be. And that's what I hope that this is going to be like just keeping it for this story arc and just maintaining this and just taking advantage of like, hey, we could take a break and fans are going to be fine as long because we're or, they're doing a good job of writing uh, Goten Trunks right away and they're supporting cast and everything. So. Um, I really do hope that Dragon Ball Super does keep up this this direction at least for now, and then just kind of explores that we got some time, like we got time between the events that we know happen in Dragon Ball Super superhero movie, and, and w- when this chapter starts. So let's play with that. Let's not get ultra serious. And even though we know the Black Frieza story is out there, there's no rush. Like, and yes, maybe. I don't want to speak for all fans, but I know I'm not in a rush to get to that because we I was really burnt out in those with the granola arc, especially of like those type of stories, because I want them to give time to breathe and like just develop the characters again. So it's not just falls back on Goku and Vegeta again. Like it it, it has been since the Boo saga. I'm right there with you, Kevin. Look, man, everybody knows I love fighting manga as much as the next guy okay i'm crazy for him but i mean i i don't want to see it this is what i what what we get in chapter 8 is what i want to get for a while do not rush it at all take your time i want to really enjoy this i want to get this for a good long time because it'll make us kevin i think you and i will be fully recharged Whenever Toriyama pulls the trigger on going back to Goku and Vegeta. Yeah. And I, I think even like going back to just remembering the original Dragon Ball too, like we could have those cool, cool killer fight scenes yeah. and the original Dragon Ball proved that you could have the cool killer fight scenes in the middle of all the fun, silly right. comedy that you could do and the storytelling and all that. So I think there's still the opportunity to have those kick-ass fight scenes that we like and why we all fell in love with Dragon Ball. But at the same time, the other thing that sold us on Dragon Ball was how fun and silly like the the franchise is. And this is a good match of like getting back to the fun and silly. And then later on, obviously, we could get to the Brawly arc or if we get the adaption for superheroes, we could get those killer fight scenes. But again, don't lose sight of the fun of it. Agreed. It's fun. And, th- and that fun is also what gives this story its heart. Yeah. You know, and to me, chapter 88 has a lot of heart to mm-hmm. it. And I think that's important. It's it's yeah. easy to overlook sometimes in all the amazing action scenes, but you got to have heart. And I think this chapter 
really reminds the reader of the heart of the franchise. And so, again, I'm with you. I'm sure. Look, I'm sure we're going to get some awesome fight scenes in this story. No doubt mm -hmm. about it. OK, but I, I like I really do think that Toriyama has done some self-evaluation on on Dragon Ball Super. He has listened to what people have said about Dragon Ball Super. And I think he's really taken everything to heart and is yeah. and is doing what talented writers do. He's 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 doing a course correction. Yeah. And it's smart too, because this isn't this doesn't read like an apology or anything. It just reads like, no, no, okay, no, no, you know no. what? I'm 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 adjusting it. And you know what? Right. I'm willing to take in feedback. I think that's always the most important thing of like yes. with creators and even like it, it, when you do listen to fans correctly, it's about listening to the core complaint, not listening to all the like the minor complaints, listening right. to the core complaint of why people are upset and why there's so many people that maybe are starting to get bored with the direction yes. and saying, okay, you know what? Let me take the actual core complaint of it and figure out what, what I'm really good at and then ad adjusting things so that I'm still keeping it to what I want to be writing, but also having the fun of what people, why people fell in love with my, uh, my work from the first place. Yeah. I completely agree. Completely agree. So, all right. Awesome. Well, Rock, thank you very much for joining me on this, uh, emergency podcast. This Absolutely. will be our final episode of the year. Um, and like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, Rock and I will be coming back, uh, in, in the new year with our best of manga and anime. Uh, so keeping a lookout for that, we're that's how we're going to start off the year. And then we have some plans of like exploring more new manga in, in the new year. So like I said, keep an eye out for our best of at, at the beginning of the year. And until then, hope you guys all have a safe and happy holidays and good new year celebration. And we'll catch you guys in 2023.